0: Welcome to the NBS Show Reviews and Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Norman Sanzo, and joining me today is Silverquill. Today shall be my day. Huzzah! Yay! You're, welcome back, man. Welcome back.
1: Yes, it's good to be back, Excelsior, and things like that.
0: Yay. So, in today's episode review, we are going to review the latest My Little Pony movie, My Little Pony, A New Generation. And, and starting with that, the naming convention for this movie, to me personally, on a personal level, is awesome because I can't wait for Second Impact and Third Strike. Really? I'm more uh, just humming along.
1: Oh, by the way. <laughs>
0: By the way, Silver, you should really check out um Lower Decks. That that is that is a fun show.
1: Oh, I have seen the Lower Decks, although apparently oh, I man. I've missed the season two finale. I have to go back and correct that. A
0: grave yeah, but, injustice. But, but, but it's so much fun. My my goodness. Like that is a show that that is special, man. That that show is special. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> we're not talking about Star Trek or Street Fighter. We're talking about ponies. So uh, let me read the synopsis for this one. Uh, so anyway, after the time of the main six, Sunny, a young Earth pony, and her new unicorn friends, Easy, explore their world and strive to restore harmony to Equestria. This is the synopsis on IMDb. Uh, I'm sure Netflix has it's something different and I can't find anything on the wiki page. Wiki, wiki, yep. wah, But anywho, so, still so look. I, I'm, before we start with the review or whatever it is, we're going to take this a little bit different. Usually, we go scene by scenes and we talk about the whole stuff and whatnot, but nah, uh, this, this review or discussion, we're going to take it something differently. We're going to talk about more of a speculation or theorizing because what happened? If you did see the movie, that's awesome. And you, you have a lot of questions. And I want to ask those questions and see if we have any theories that might come up great or not.
1: And interesting, choice. I know that uh, wondering what happened to Twilight and Company is probably one of the biggest deterrents to longtime fans watching this.
0: And yeah, I mean I ain't going to jump in right now because that will kind of force us force our hands into getting into it because yeah, I mean we really want to ask those questions now but uh, kind of laying the land first. Um so before we officially start Silver, what do you think of the movie as a whole? Oh, I thoroughly
1: enjoyed it. I had so much fun Watching these characters and uh, getting to know them just a little, I'll say right away that Izzy is my favorite, uncontested.
0: (laughs) Izzy is your favorite. Oh man, I'm I'm a bit of a Who Now um, Zip fan. Ah, you're a Zip it. Yep, (laughs) Zip it. Yeah, Zip it. So. Uh, as for me, I really, I highly enjoyed this episode. And here's the thing. I didn't really catch it right away. Uh, I waited for a few days. I watched it on the s- 27th of September. So, um, spoilers were everywhere. And I managed to avoid all of them. <laughs> so, that's great on my part. And yeah, I mean, the movie was really awesome.
1: Yes, no, uh, no mean feat
0: that. Mm-hmm. And said Lord did you have any fears going in like thinking that oh no they're going to destroy this movie oh no this movie is going to suck and so on
1: Well there's the fear of any
0: unknown experience I mean that's just the given
1: Uh I can't say I, sp- I can't speak to any overt fear that was different than others but just a general oh I really want this to go well I really hope people Enjoy this movie and that it uh, it it entertains a new audience, revitalizes people's interest, and I think it's done so. Uh, the last I checked on IMDb, it was uh, it was sitting at a ninety percent by critics, eighty eight percent by fans.
0: I think you mean Rotten Tomato, but yes. Oh yeah, not uh, IMDb. I. Recently, yeah, I recently checked it and it was still at that. Uh, IMDb, by the way, has it at seven out of ten. And, well, popularity aside, it's dropped a bit to 72 versus what it was at 43. But still, I mean, uh, it ain't going to be top rank for all the time because uh, as it goes on, other uh, shows comes in. So it's understandable if it wanes down in popularity. Indeed. But the
1: fact that it's doing so well, the fact that it was number one movie on Netflix for a time.
0: Yeah, like... When the time that it came out and a week after that it was still at the top ten, even top five. Actually, for almost every country.
1: Well it even became A numero uno here in America.
0: Yeah, wow, well, that that's just something. And that's that's a statement of the fandom. Like the fandom is still going strong. Even um what, after years of um pony and hiatus and so on. Well, that it is. So, it is
1: a, It's just fun to know that people are still enjoying uh, the pony scene. Granted, not everyone's on board with the new movie. Yeah, you know, that's who is just part of being a fandom. The disagreements on everything.
0: Oh, that is true. That is true. And also, I feel like for the naysayers, <laughs> get it, name, <laughs> uh They they don't have enough attraction or enough to compel them to come back and watch because we only get one movie and the movie itself opens a lot of questions that weren't answered and we and for future we have a 444 minute special and 23 22 minute episode so those are going to fill some of the gaps that people might have some but not all we'll we'll see true, and my last concern for this before we hit in is that the voice the voices the cast members that they pick for the characters they're they're really awesome they're all good, but my biggest concern is that they're big name actors, and when it comes to the special or even series. They won't come back to replace their role.
1: As well, (laughs) as a Transformers fan in the '80s, I I know that experience. I mean, come on, they had Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron, and then they turned the reins back over to Megatron's voice actor, and
0: Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen. No. Yeah, I think so. No, 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 no. Peter Cullen is. Oh no, that's Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah, Optimus Prime. Uh, it was... Uh, he played Fred in Plinkstone. It was like, um, scooby Ah, I forgot his name. Never mind. I'll look for it. Continue. Sure, it's not Hugo Weaving? No, that's the movie. Megatron transforms
1: behind the actors. Voiced most times by Frank Welker.
0: Yeah, Frank Welker. Okay.
1: But either way, so,
0: he voiced Galvatron and he...
1: Was a higher-pitched crazy
0: guy! Uh, but still can't beat Starscream.
1: Attack! Attack who? Everyone!
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: So, anywho, that's... Uh, so, I know that, Mode, it takes you a little time to get used to the new voice, but at the same time, you'll eventually you do come to recognize that voice actor as the voice of your favorite character, or at least the character you recognize.
0: True, but it's, it's one of those things that kind of takes you out of it because, I, like I mentioned in previous uh, news shows, is that once you already hear the voice and it's stuck in your head, like, oh, okay, this character here is my favorite and I like the... Everything about the character, including the voice Suddenly, when you hear somebody else do the voice You're questioning it A good example is Spike in Pony Life Uh, Katie Westlock played her in the series Then uh, somebody else played her in Pony Life And that there was a big, huge change to the voice there I think you mean him Played him Yes, sorry, my, my bad. Like, do not yeah, question Spike's
1: masculinity. He's very insecure about that.
0: Oh no! Or at least he was in I'm that sorry. in a season
1: one episode, and then never again after.
0: Yeah, I, I'm guessing he got used to it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, th- those are my concerns. Uh, I'm guessing you shared them or don't.
1: Ah, I'm not too worried. Like I say, I've experienced the character voice shift before, and honestly, if a character is wit- written well and voice acted. Well, it doesn't have to match. It just has to be competent. You can enjoy it. Case in point, the oh. Big Max voice actor took over for Discord in Pony Life. Mm, yes, that's true. And how can one really... One can never replace John DeLancey. One can only do their best.
0: Yeah, that is true. And it, he did well. He did well. I mean, it's not how I would have imagined it, but... Like you mentioned, who who can really do Discord? Who can change who can
1: be the genie after Robin Williams? I mean there's
0: Yeah, that's that's true.
1: It's just the way of things, you know? hmm The way of the force.
0: Yep. Let's not but force the issue. There's always there's always Homer Simpson. No <laughs> Uh he played genie in the T V series. <laughs> And he did an okay job. I recognize
1: the character of Genie. I'm just not... But I'm just saying when Rob Williams came back to voice the Genie in Aladdin and the King of Thieves, I most definitely appreciated that.
0: Yeah, totally understandable. But anywho, uh, if you guys at home have not watched this movie, go do so. Um, we're not going to go scene by scenes, but I hope you come back and enjoy our discussions. So... Uh, Silver Any point of interest That you want to touch on? Point of interest
1: I find it interesting How much the dynamic Of the three tribes Has shifted In terms of A pecking order Izzy sings a wonderful song Where she think Where she's told that Pony Earth ponies Are bottom rung And let's be honest Anyone who watched G, G4 Would tell you the same
0: <laughs>
1: There's a reason There aren't that many uh, Fandom earth pony OCs is, I take offense to that. You can, but, uh, you know, you you can't raise a complaint <laughs> to someone who's flying above you!
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: So, unicorns used to be, we we would make jokes about them being the best pony race. They'd be the ones who who can not only work all kinds of magic, but can fly. Even if it means making their own wings. Mm-hmm. Now... The technological shift has actually put earth ponies as best at home defense, uh, pegasi the best at uh, long-range communication. Or capitalism. (laughs) Or capitalism. And unicorns are just in the pits. Uh, Tribalism. Well, that's Mm -hmm. that's true of everybody. But also very heavy superstition.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I never thought about it that way, but yeah, like, yeah.
1: And the okay. lo- lowest level of technology relying on the kinetic energy of animals. Uh. Base, But basically, I think, while Earth Pony and Pegasi had to start researching energy output as technology advanced, unicorns could just power everything with their magic. So once that went away, their entire s-
0: species really really reverted true but here's the thing like here here's the big question what happened i mean like seriously what happened to equestria i'm guessing this is still equestria for it to be in that state and one of the biggest questions that's popped up if you're a fan of g4 and also there's this um a uh, topic on EQD is where are the Windigos?
1: Ah, yes, the age-old question. I, honestly, I always feel like people have been asking the wrong question. Oh, everyone's like, "Where are the Windigos? Why haven't the Windigos done this, this, and this?" I've I've been wondering why haven't the Windigos attacked anyone else? We learned that the Windigos feed on uh negativity and hostility conflict mm-hmm. well the rest of the world as shown in the mlp movie ain't looking so hot so why isn't
0: someplace like Clugtown suffering an unseasonable chill it could be the windigos are the manifestation of ponies okay so one limited to ponies in which case,
1: that would be the trade-off to having such magical uh, resources at their disposal.
0: But then... I mean, the, the, sorry, go
1: ahead. Then some folks have noted that the Windigos may have been utterly destroyed at the end of Season 9. No, they,
0: Probably, yeah.
1: They are all like, ah, after centuries, our time has come. Oh, Rainbow Laser, Dead. <laughs>
0: I mean that that is a good theory there that is a good theory there, and I can accept it I'm dead it makes me feel so sad uh there's also the
1: my pondering, given that uh magic is supposedly supposed to make the moon and the sky uh the moon and the sun move and the seasons mm-hmm. change. I am wondering if there isn't some sort of core of magic still beating in Equestria that has taken over the,
0: uh, the roles ponies used to play. Uh, I'm guessing, this is my theory, I'm guessing that Twilight kind of streamlines that process. And what I mean is that she created a magical artifact that does the whole process on its own. Uh, shifting it through 12 hour intervals. So from uh, 6 to 6 it's uh, you know what I mean. like The Sun and Moon moves on their own now with power from the artifact.
1: See, I would like to have an episode where Sunny and the others go to the remains of Ponyville and in the In the center of the former Castle of Friendship, there's a crystalline statue that used to be Twilight (laughs) radiating magic. Ooh, that would be fun. That would be Twilight has held the line all this time, and this time is rather substantial. I mean, Mm. if we believe that um, the tree used as a landmark and reference on the journey is meant to be the tree of uh tree harmony of all the tree house of harmony. Oh, treehouse, of harmony. <laughs> treehouse of harmony is now again a tree, but it's uh, bark and leaves over crystal. But if you look at it, the structure is is very similar.
0: hmm And you notice the Everfree and- Forest is gone, the mountain ranges have changed. Uh but that's that's the thing I was thinking, right? Like looking at the map of uh Maritime Bay. It's near the coastal region, and Equestria or Ponyville and Canterlot—they're more up north. And here's the thing: like when you really think about it and ponder the locations of these areas, like I have a crazy herbal idea or theory, and the theory is that these three unicorn—sorry, these three pony tribes are isolated from the proper equestria. And that is why things happen to them now.
1: So, you're saying is a real and proper equestrians might appear one day and just be like, what are you all up to?
0: Oh, you're being so silly. This is what I get for dealing with pumpkins. (laughs) I mean, like, it could be a magical barrier that's blocking that part of uh, Equestria and that's why their whatever it is got separated I mean it's kind of a question that like what happened like either that they're separated and somehow near in the future they join back to the proper Equestria I think the idea that I'm having is similar to Shira, uh, Princess of Power Ah. If you've seen
1: that um, show. Sadly, I've not. So I'll have to take your word for
0: it. Mm, This is just a theory I'm thinking of. It could be something similar. But if it is, that would be very interesting and raises more questions than answers. All questions. And then we learn the dark and
1: terrible truth. Pinkie Pie left a light on in the bathroom. Oh no, that light great. consumed power and power until one day she owed like 10 bajillion bits. There was a flaw in the equestrian economy, an unfillable sinkhole. The Dow declined. Investment bankers were like, oh my God! And so they had...
0: Invest in card games, invest in card games.
1: <laughs> so they tore down all the trees in the Everfree Forest to make those <laughs> cards and the Timberwolves were not <laughs> happy at being collectible holofoils.
0: <laughs> oh no, Yu-Gi-Oh! is raising up again. <laughs>
1: oh, boys. But anywho. And then the, then they lodged a formal complaint with Twilight, but no one could read their handwriting because, you know, feral tree dogs. Not great on penmanship.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. I thought the I should have helped. But anywho, uh, getting back on track. So, is there anything else you want to cover? Or should we move into The Earth Ponies? As Fluttershy
1: demanded that all the animals stand at attention of one who is worthy, for he would be the one to bring harmony to the Timberwolves. And that is how we got Hitch. (laughs) Oh, yes. His ultimate destiny is to play a card game for foals. On motorcycles. On motorcycles. (laughs) And only then will he become king of games.
0: So yes, uh, Earth Ponies in the new generation. Like you mentioned before, uh, the technology has risen to a very astounding point. Uh, The idea or the story that we're given is that This is Equestria, thousands of moons ahead of uh, season 9. And uh, we're introduced to certain accoutrements that we are used to Uh, billboards, movie theaters, cell phones, um, what's this? Uh, Food trucks, and so on. So things that we are used to while. Being foreign for Twilight and her gang
1: it's Like yeah you know, where, where, Where's this cell phone stuff coming from When did they get this level of movie And is it really good to Did you look at the endorsements For the Terminator yeah. Movie
0: <laughs> Yeah I saw that And you know what uh, My my other theory is It's all Sunset's fault Oh what,
1: what, what do you get to
0: blame Sunset for Sunset introduced technology to certain ponies, and uh, certain ponies kind of uh, duplicate what Earth has. Oh, well,
1: that's great. Way to
0: go, Sunset. You, you went with cultural <laughs> corruption. I know, right? <laughs> she already corrupted a Starlight with ice cream. <laughs> well, they had
1: ice cream before that.
0: Not with that flavor. <laughs>
1: It's the flavor that doomed the world. Wars were fought for the recipe. That's how everything went kopalui.
0: (laughs) Uh, But honestly, um, yeah, like you mentioned before, the technology for Earth ponies has risen to an astounding level. So, yeah, uh, biggest question is, what happened? It was Rainbow Dash.
1: (laughs) Okay, what happened? What did she do? That's just it. It's just one day, boom, Rainbow Dash civilization collapse. Oh no. It totally happened.
0: Dash. Just boom, rainbow dash. Everyone dead. Uh <laughs> Rainbow Dash did the sonic rainbow too hard. Uh boys. But uh let, let's see if I can oh, find something to talk about or um, maybe
1: or maybe the debate over if Pinkie Pie and Applejack are genuinely related or not reached a cl- violent conclusion. Where the fanboys and fangirls of Equestria tore, took each other out. Wow, that bad, eh? That bad. I mean, I don't know anyone who's
0: actually wondered about that, but here we are. <laughs> uh, yes. But, um, like, like you mentioned before, uh, the technology uh, technological advancement for Earth ponies has risen to kind of an impressive level. Uh, it's something that you don't really see at all. And uh, they have the basically they have what we have. I
1: don't know. They seem to have better uh, role models.
0: You sure?
1: Have you seen Sprout? Well, he's not he's not what I would call a role model. But it, come on, uh, how about Pip for at least? At least being a better Influencer than many
0: Uh, who now? Na- pip? Yep, Princess Pip, pip Petals yep. With her, yep, yep, with her yep. pip squeaks <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh god Yeah, why not? <laughs> she, she's interesting
1: She's interesting Actually, she's probably the least interesting character for me Right now I will Uh-oh. appreciate her more If we can get a bit more character development
0: yeah, that is true. This speaks for all of them, actually. But Pip especially. I feel she...
1: <laughs> she had the least amount of character development.
0: Yeah, and also, I feel like she didn't really have much to talk about or much to say besides she being angry at Zip. Yes, and she got over that in good order. Mm-hmm. True, true. Oh, but still... um. Taking a look see at Sunny, uh, Sunny Star Scout, uh, she seems to be the Twilight of this generation. Maybe, although she's not as huge a
1: researcher as uh, Twilight, in that she doesn't bury her head in a book. Oh, she has a book handy for when questions arise. But not she doesn't like read about them a lot.
0: She's more yeah, I mean, but an idealist. That is true. But also when you think about it, it's all the info that she have. And that's concerning too because when you look at it, uh, what's the time gap between the Earth Pony, Unicorn, and Pegasi war that split them up? Or even if there is a war. I mean, for all we know, it's just a disagreement and they um um just... Walk away and don't want to be friends A terrible Parcheesi accident That's the real culprit (laughs) Oh no Yeah but still That that is something to ponder there too
1: Just one day Parcheesi tournament Tribes divided Yep
0: Don't question it (laughs) Yep Oh man So like you mentioned Sunny didn't isn't as studious as Twilight but she has her charm She she's kind of interesting
1: well I'm hoping her father's journal survived all the destruction of her home
0: oh yeah yeah that, that is true that, that is very important too also uh I am very interested in what her father does like looking at the background like it seems that he is a historian.
1: Well, I'll tell you what he does. Mm-hmm. He dies off-screen.
0: Oh, no. That's all he, he does. He got the Disney curse.
1: He got disney It's
0: like... It's like... Uh,
1: I'm watching you, Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape the Disney process. ha <laughs> <laughs> ha
0: I miss this. <clears throat> yes. I,
1: I got those Marvel suckers. I'll get you ponies one day. Just you wait and see.
0: Ha! <laughs> oh, yeah. not mm, Totally miss that. <clears throat> yes. So mm-hmm. uh, don't don't forget to mention her mother. She, she died off screen earlier on. She may have died
1: in full birth. I mean, that's usually the the fond, the fond way of of tackling that little issue. Oh, yeah. Or what? It, oh, this would be great. Sunny goes. The destruction of the lighthouse reveals an underground lab. Sunny goes down and finds out that she is, in fact, a clone of the original Applejack and Twilight. Oh, no. She's their cross ship baby. <laughs>
0: oh, no, not that. Her mother was uh, a gene tank and
1: her father a petri dish. Oh, no.
0: Uh, no anything but
1: that and Argyle is a mad scientist who was actually a very loving father it was a very positive impact in our life so you know kudos there but still it's quite
0: bizarre uh <laughs> oh, boys yep uh, i I think that's the thing I want to say about sunny so what about uh hitch he seems like okay hitch seems to be the change that the show kind of needed but not really because we already had um, surfer dude guy, who's his team?
1: Uh oh, uh, Sandbar.
0: Yeah, Sandbar. Because at first I thought you wanted Zephyr Breeze, but he didn't really surf well. Yeah, no, no, no. We we got Sandbar. We got Sandbar. And that's the thing. Um, how do I put this? Uh, having a male character in a lead is is a positive outlook for the show. Uh, we had. I was about to comment that having Hitch as one of the leads Is very good and very interesting uh, It plays a lot with character dynamics and whatnot But then I remember we had Gallus and also Sandbar So yeah, um, already been done Already been done But let's,
1: Gallus was from a very different culture So there was a lot of culture <coughs> shock involved and Sandbar was so laid back; he was mostly exhibited individuality through Yona and mm-hmm. his relationship with her. What? Oh, um, sorry, go ahead. What we got with Hitch is a much more independent, somewhat egocentric view.
0: That probably. I, I won't say that. I won't say it's too egotistical, like what Rarity or Rainbow Dash has. No,
1: but he. He knows being a sheriff is a big deal, and he expects people to be aware of that.
0: And he also knows the responsibility, and he doesn't really flaunt it like how uh, Scorch was it? Oh, Sprout? Sprout, yes. Yeah, he doesn't really flaunt it like how Sprout does. Oh, by the way, before we carry on, Spike. Spike was another male lead for the fourth generation, but he's the. Ooh, his background.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, Spike is actually the most enduring icon of the My Little Pony franchise. You've had a Spike in G1, in G3, and G4.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is probably one of the most remarked upon names. We do not know if there will be a spikeage here in this seat this year
0: series. Oh yeah, you know what? I hope the is and i hope he's the new dragon lord you wanted a violent coup against amber
1: no nah, i mean oh amber fans she's she he doth profane
0: your favorite attack nah. destroy they they, they they shipped they shipped <laughs> kill crush destroy swag <laughs> oh man that's been so long yeah but i'm um, bringing get, it back uh, but br- getting it back to hitch like you mentioned before um he, he has an uh, what you call this, um, authorit- Authoritical view. Oh, not really. That's what? What did you use for him? So I forgot.
1: Well, there's authoritarianism. Not really. I mean, he's just doing his job. Okay, so. Thing. So what about utilitarianism? Ooh, hmm. what does that mean? Basically, that you that. Value and ethics are based on one's ability to contribute and to perform acts.
0: I wouldn't say say that describes him. It's mostly he's just doing his job as sheriff and he sticks to his friends. And yeah, I mean, at first he seems like a stick in the mud, but as you go on, you can really appreciate him and root for him.
1: Well, I think the animals have a great deal to do with that. Uh, animals are a barometer for kindness. And if they're attracted to a certain character, as the, uh, the birds and the crab are, and then later the Pomeranian, then and also you... And the bunnies. And the bunnies. Once you They serve to let you know, hey, Hitch isn't all bad. He's not a tyrannical guy. He is just doing his job and there's a kind streak to him.
0: Mhm.
1: Without that, I think Hitch's reception would be very different throughout the ser- the
0: movie. And also at the same time too, he's he's just doing his job. Like there's a the thing like each time when he goes chasing after Sunny, his his goal is to bring Sunny back and face the uh, face the Law um, Or What's the word I'm looking for Consequences Yes Consequences Of her actions That's about it Not until That he Sees the bigger picture And realizes that Oh This is Beyond what's uh, Going on And what Sunny's doing is For a greater cause The greater good Yes The greater good The great, so, good. Shut <laughs> it. <laughs> so, with that, um, let's move on to the unicorns of this new Equestria. Uh, the unicorns have the mighty hath fallen. Yep, they, they live in. Okay, honestly speaking, let's take a few years back and look at where they live. They live in a crystalline forest. Uh, magic's flowing through it. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful, and I got no idea how their infrastructure works. They pay with leaves,
1: leaves for everything. Fall <laughs> is fall is the economic windfall.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, w- when you take a look, see, it's very interesting. But once the magic's gone, it kind of sucks. Eh, well they
1: do have a better job of animal power. I mean they've at least gone green more than the others. I mean the pollution level in uh Zephyr Heights may be exceptional. And all the unicorns are like, no, oh, we respect Mother Nature, man. <laughs> Just like our founder, oh. Treehugger, intended,
0: dude. Wait, tree tree hugger is a earth pony. <laughs> There's a actually I think she's a unicorn. Really? Oh man, now, now I need to double check. Let's see here. Do an image. Tree hugger. All
1: one word? Nope, you're right. She is an earth pony. For some reason I got uh, in my head she was a unicorn.
0: Alright. So yeah. Um. Uh, what was I thinking again? Yes. Um, the unicorns take Like you mentioned before, they kind of fell from grace and became more of like how the Earth Pony are in G4. I don't
1: know. Twilight would say anyone who lives in a tree is good by me.
0: Oh, that's true. (laughs) But still, um, superstitious... um, What else did you mention? They're really superstitious. They're really... (sighs) I don't know Like The The superstitious Was kind of The thing that got me Certain words can't be said Or they have to say Something Oh
1: yes The Great Mayo Crisis Of 18dickety2 Oh
0: man That was Very bad <laughs> Although what I love Hey kids Want to
1: see Phil Lamar Voice of Static Shock And Green Lantern And a million others In his new
0: role Bing Ball <laughs> Boom, boom. Oh you're forgetting one more thing, Silver. He's Samurai Jack too. He's
1: Samurai Jack. Well
0: well now picture Samurai Jack making those sounds. <laughs> yep. Oh boys. But anywho, let's let's get to easy. What, what what do you think? You say she's your, uh, he, she's your favorite? She even? is
1: my fave. She is the most adorable, the most energetic, the most vulnerable <clears throat> of the characters. And so therefore I cannot help but adore her.
0: That is true, and she is very lovable. Uh, Her demeanor is very friendly and open. She is kind of oblivious to most dangers in Maritime Bay. So, yeah. And the only reason she went to Maritime Bay is because of a letter that Sunny sent when she was a filly. And that really broke, uh, that really uh, melted my heart. You know what I mean? Well, it's
1: the it's the rainbow scene for G five. We are all connected. <coughs> all are one. We are
0: Borg. You will be friends-shipped. Resistance <laughs> is futile. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was a cool scene. That that was a really cool scene. And also, like how Sunny is, she is the odd Ot- mare out in that uh, in her community. Yes, she and Izzy share that, you know, party of Uno. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's why I I so enjoy their dynamic, and why, in some ways, they are complements to one another. One focused and energetic, but uh, a little too closed minded or uh, too focused on one goal. The other bright, optimistic, and aware, but easily distracted.
0: Yeah, and the parallel to Pinky is obvious with this one.
1: Well, a parallel to Pinky, but I hesitate when people say oh she's just Pinkie Pie two point oh.
0: Oh no. I think I there's some dis- difference. I disagree. Yeah. Mm. I, I disagree with that. Like she has the laughter and cheerfulness of Pinkie Pie, but she's not that oblivious, if you know what I mean. I'm not that innocent, oh no, <laughs> um. but what else can we talk about the unicorns like
1: ugh. their fixation with armadillos um,
0: are they I thought they were armadillos, I mean, are they fixated because I thought it was just a creature in that uh part of the woods. Well, it's the only one helping out the tea shop, of which I'm aware,
1: and running on the treadmill for the uh, machines. Mm, so, for, so for right now, we've got crabs and birds in Maritime Bay, bunnies for Zephyr Heights, and uh, armadillos for uh, whitetail wood. No, no, bridal wood.
0: Bridal yes. But other than that, uh, no comment. Uh, like, everything seems to be in order. Um, should we head to the Pegasus? Sure, why not? Alrighty then. Let's go up high and meet with the Pegasus of Zephyr Heights, was it? Yes. So. With, with all their product placement and billboard,
1: second only to Chicago in amount of advertising.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, as as we go into Zephyr Heights, the scene is wow. The scene is just wow. I I believe there is a uh what's this, statistics? What they call this on the wiki page?
1: I'm sorry, logistics.
0: No uh el Why would why they would why would they use that word? Um, I'm going to go for trivia, yes. So, in the... What do you call this? Uh, wait, what? 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 Where is my... Where is my stuff? Okay, New Generations, yes. As they reach Zephyr Heights, we see Z-Heights, uh, a logo that looks similar to T-Mobile, and then we see a Pony logo that's similar to Sony, and if you watch a lot of anime, um... Every Sony logo changes into Pony.
1: And then there's CBS, but it has some lightning bolts in it. Yeah, ZBS, they call it. Make uh, like wings. <laughs> Honestly, that one's a little troubling. Where are you getting the wing meat?
0: Uh, yeah, mm,
1: I didn't see any chicken farms. God,
0: no. Uh, Philly Elliot. <laughs> Uh, Zephyr Heights Postal Service, yep. Oh God, <laughs> uh, Amplify. <laughs> That's Spotify. Uh, but still, uh, like the product placement in Zephyr Heights shows that Zephyr Heights is a metropolitan country or a metropolitan uh, state, something like that. Yeah. And by the looks of it, uh, they, uh, like what? Um, instead of their uh, lineage of being um, warriors, they have kind of moved on to the more how would I put this? They have moved on into the more uh, capitalistic mindset. But look, they have the shield,
1: and they deployed the shield. Okay,
0: <laughs> you're talking about Earth aren't you? Oh no! <laughs> oh god, yeah, you're talking about oh god, the unicorn shield thingy. Yeah, it's balling. <sighs> Game set and match, I guess. Mm. Thirty to love. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, but oh man, but if you take a look, see their communication is way beyond what we have in um, Maritime Bay, is it now? Well, when you live in on
1: mountaintops and you can't fly, I can see how communication development would be a priority.
0: Well, if you think about it, like, does Maritime Bay have the same? Uh, Leisure as what Zephyr Heights have? Uh, no. In terms of communication, because we all know that um, the Earth Ponies have cell phones, so does the Pegasi. Unicorns are another story altogether, but still. Did we see an Earth Pony using a smartphone? I believe they took a selfie. Yes, no? Well, that was Pip who took a selfie. Really? No. Now that I, I thought in one of the concept art, they showed a pony doing so? With a stick and whatnot? They may have, but I don't think it translated
1: into the movie. As far as I'm aware, only Pegasi got to re- flash their cell phones, but by howdy did they have cell phones?
0: Oh, yeah, true. Everybody's that. got
1: a cell phone, everybody wants a cell phone. Even Izzy okay, gets,
0: so, gets swept up in the pip, pip, hurrah. <laughs> uh, so, if that's the case, um, Earth Ponies doesn't have the luxury of uh, having a cellular telephone. All right. Earth surprise, Pony. surprise. Mm-hmm. But, Jesse, imagine once friendship spreads, um, the iPony is going to go across every continent and everybody wants to have that. Uh, latest version of the iPony
1: Oh it'd Be something that if that was what uh, That was what tipped the scales The tech wars
0: Yep Don't forget about Pony Amazon
1: But there was no William Shatner For this tech wars He was too busy being in space
0: <laughs> Space Yes
1: I'm in oh, space topical.
0: Space Space <sighs> But Yes, uh, getting back on track with how the Pegasi kind of develop a lot of their technologies for entertainment. It's kind of interesting to see what can happen once they get back into friendship with other races. But funny enough, uh, when their magic's gone, they lose the ability to fly. And at points, uh, only royalty can fly. Which is a lie. It's the divine right of kings all over again. Which is a lie. Which is a lie, but it's a
1: lie that kept them at a basis for power for a while. These days, monarchies are on the decline because people understand uh, the right to rule is more derived from the masses than from any deity.
0: Um, talking about our modern days in real life? Yes. Hmm true but certain countries uh, do follow a um monarchy instead of a um more um, modern day, what's call this uh, ruling there are some countries that work it well or well, they work it Yep, yeah, and some countries mm-hmm. that don't ooh work uh, it your majesty oh no <clears throat> but anywho, anywho anything more to add with uh, Pegasus Silver
1: well I will say the div- the king or the monarchy uh, approach is on its way out because as far as I know none of the major powers in the world still feature a king it'd be one, there d- is some Sorry. I mean it'd be one thing if like one day we learned holy snap there really is a Wakanda but as far as I know that ain't happened.
0: Um, I'll just enlighten you with a country called Brunei. It's in between Malaysia uh-huh. on the east side of Malaysia. It's a very small country where its uh, its sultan, uh, sultan, is the leader of the country. And here's the thing. He is a <laughs> beloved and benevolent leader who take care of his people. And one of the few things that he does is, or one of the few things that the country uh, makes, makes the country kind of rich or kind of floats above is that it produces a lot of oil. And since he is the only one that is controlling things, he kind of sells it for cheap, or the government, or <laughs> or he, the government that he controls sells it for cheap to his people, and some of the what do we call this? Um, uh, leisure, leisure, I would say leisure, but um, uh, commodities like uh, gas, heat, and electric are set to a very cheap or a very affordable level well then i hope that
1: continues i don't want to weigh in on a country that i've never been to i don't know if i can say is it included in the in the quote first world uh countries
0: it's um it's it's hard to put this if people are people from Brunei who are listening to this, please chime in because uh, when I was there, I was still in diapers, so most of the stories I'm hearing are secondhand from my mother who lived there for a while. So yeah, um, I'm hearing a lot of good things, but there are certain rules and regulation that meets uh, that makes some. Bruneians a bit wary because uh, it is a religious uh, country, and the religion that they hold is Islam, and uh, that's <laughs> I ain't gonna touch on that one. Just use your imaginations on that.
1: Yes, we're we're in a bad spot now. a Aba- bad discussion. abandoned discussion.
0: Yes, yes. yes. Rule of threes. So So, like I mentioned before, if you are from Brunei, do do chime in below in the chat so you can tell us how you guys live and how things are, because I may be out of date, (laughs) but from what I heard, it is a very fine country.
1: Well, uh, in any case, the divine right of wings has been uh, forfeited. Now, everybody can fly.
0: Which is kind of what they wanted to do at the first place, because... The idea for them was that, oh no, everybody lost their will um, ability to fly, except for the royalty. So only royalties can fly because they're special.
1: But uh, I have to wonder, Zip clearly hated living that lie. I wonder if trying to get magic back was as much to get her family to shuffle off the leadership stage. And now there's the conflict with her mom Who will probably do her best to spin this Oh, hey, we saved magic for Equestria
0: Doesn't that count for anything? Probably But at the same time too If the queen wants to rule I say let it be Like how Cantalot used to be I mean, as long as they're doing a good job And so on as And as they integrate with Equestria proper, so we'll get to see more of that diversity going on?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how good uh, their policy was. Or is someone going to say, hey, you, your time was when we were divided. Now that we're getting along, we need new leadership.
0: Oh, I could see a, a race for leadership of Zephyr Heights. Probably, but... We'll have to wait and see. One thing I need to comment is that uh, the feathers on the ponies, they look different. Except for Zip. Zip Storm's feathers are reminiscent to what we already have in G4. But Pip Pip's feathers are very fluffy. I, mean, I believe they're called Downy? Feather Down? Downed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you know anything about that?
1: Being down? Uh, only when I need a little bit of Prozac or some such.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, did, did they explain why her feathers were like that?
1: No, but I appreciate that they are different. It adds a a new layer to how a Pegasus personality is presented. Say that three times
0: fast. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that they removed from the uh, movie was that a Pegasi hooves have feathers on them. Yeah, they
1: removed them apparently because they were too hard to
0: animate. Or oh, that they, they didn't really work well. They didn't want to behave properly. Well, I'm familiar with difficult follicles, so I can empathize. <laughs> yep, yep. And with that out of the way, I I guess we kind of mentioned all three races and most of the characters. So, any other characters you want to talk about, Silver? Well, we haven't really talked about Phyllis
1: and Sprout. Phyllis Phyllis, Phyllis, Phyllis? Sprout's mom. The oh, blonde yes. haired ladies. She kinda looks like the glass half empty pony from uh uh Fame and Misfortune. Oh. So I wonder if there was maybe just a little inspiration taken from that. Probably. Related, maybe? I do not know but either way she is the suffocating mother the overly attentive uh overly pampering adult who raises a
0: pretty poor son yep and oh man that 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 there is already <laughs> uh red flags red flags <coughs> red flag crimson yeah but still um what was the name again? I forgot. I don't have, I don't have a what this wiki in front of me that shows all the characters from G Five. Let's see here. Phyllis. But anywho, um, while you while you try and find a list, I am going to try and, uh, what call this. Mm, talk about Phyllis, was her name? Yep, still checking. One sec. So anyway, the the mother character was kind of the atypical overbearing mother uh, giving false confidence to her son. And yeah, she, she's basically the mayor of Maritime Bay. She's
1: the genuine power Phyllis Cloverleaf
0: Yes Phyllis Cloverleaf And Oh man Was she I I won't say Overbearingly annoying But She's 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 Yeah
1: She has high ambitions For her son But isn't willing To let him go forth And experience the Experience that On his own in essence, she is the overly clingy mother who, sm- who stifles creativity and growth.
0: Yep, sounds about right. And, oh man, like, what can I say, man? Like, sh- she plays the part right. What can we
1: say except you're horrible <laughs> for the son who you raised to be a tool?
0: Uh, And let's talk about Sprout then I don't want to say
1: some things about Sprout Because (laughs) we're a family show Oh no, that betty Oh well, he's meant to be awful And you do have a way to feel pity for him That he's an incomplete man He has never been challenged or grown in the way he should but at the same time, I totally understand if you're just like, ah, that guy is such an annoying little pill.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that is that is also true. But he's, but that's one of those things. Like his character is based on what her his mother kind of push in, giving him false confidence, giving him uh, false uh, what you call this. Yeah, f- false confidence and false um, the, uh, teachings and whatnot. Mm. Even uh, her insistence of unicorn bad, pegasi bad, Earth pony superior kind of thinking is also bad too.
1: Well, I mean, it, the thing is. Th- and I hold on to this, neither Phyllis nor Sprout <clears throat> invented this twisted philosophy. They are as much victims of this false mentality as the those that to whom they sell their products. Whatever happened to divide the three tribes happened a very long time ago. So in a weird way, these two are embodiments of this philosophy rather than its perpetrators. Which
0: is true because... Like, like I mentioned before We got no idea How far back This war Or this separation happened
1: Outside of living memory Is all
0: I know Yeah and Like I mentioned before What the hey happened? Well let's see here I've already covered Pinkie
1: Pie Leaving the bathroom light on <laughs> uh, Rarity With her, her plans Fluttershy uh, find the next successor. That's Hitch. Play mm-hmm. a card game.
0: <laughs>
1: now Rarity, Rarity tried to buy the electric plant that was powering the light for Pinkie Pie's home, and that's oh, no. when the real trouble started. Oh no! Turns out she undermined the entire equestrian economy by simply hunting for gems. Oh no! So tricky, Rarity. Tricky.
0: Yes. But other than that, like uh, Sprout, um when power gets over uh, gets to his head, he really, really abuses it. Yep. Well he finally is
1: free of limitations and he's taking advantage.
0: And that's bad. That that's really bad for the citizens of Maritime Bay. But at the same time too, they kind of eat it up. <laughs> Well, he there's
1: this philosophy that a mob or just any gathering of people has its own mentality and emotional reaction that overrides even the individuals within that group. It says is- something when he's able to gather so much of a mob in such a short amount of time. One Which song, is- in fact.
0: <laughs> and talking about songs the The songs for this generation is okay. I I won't say they're they're um memorable like how Winter Wrap Up is, but mm. uh, we have some good ones in here. Oh yes, Uh my personal favorite, <laughs> Be My Day. Be My Day, I'm going to Be My Day. Yes, uh, for, honestly, for me, uh that is a good one too. And uh, what was it again? What was that? Yeah, Danger, Danger, <laughs> Angry Mop song. Mop, 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 mop,
1: mop, 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 <laughs> angry, angry.
0: Yep, that, uh, man. Like, I'm trying to still decide what kind of tune that is. Is it punk rock? It certainly in scar. Like, what was it again? Like, that was kind of cool, man. Well, I wish I had an answer for you, but I don't. Yeah. So you you say going to be my days uh awesome for you. Mm-hmm. Um followed, danger by danger, fit, yeah? followed by fit but, right in. Oh, that that's a good one too. That's a good one too. <laughs> and I guess that if you've read the song, we're near at uh, the end of our questions. Uh so what else? The, okay, I'm going to leave the floor open for you Silver anything you want to talk about. Anything I want to talk about? Hmm.
1: <laughs> well, we haven't talked about the other cultures. Uh, the ah, Griffins, yes. the Hippogriffs, the Dragons. I mean, mate, I know you want to have Spike take over Ember's role as Dragon Lord.
0: Yeah, after hooking up with her.
1: Shipping. Ooh, after Ooh, shipping. Hook, we not... haven't
0: talked about shipping. Sorry. Oh,
1: yes. It's Trailblazer. The infinitely okay. shippable.
0: He could be shipped with just about any mare in this entire group. Which is, okay, Uh, sorry, I have to point something out. We have a group of five here, and that means, uh, by Power Rangers logic, we need a sixth ranger. Well, I mean, I don't know if Sprout's going to enjoy some sort of uh,
1: reformation, become the sixth member.
0: I doubt it, because looking at how uh, My Little Pony likes to balance things out, we're going to get another unicorn.
1: I'm not sure. I do not know. I would welcome a unicorn. I would welcome a unicorn who is sort of Izzy's opposite.
0: Probably. And here's the thing like, if we really want to theorize and, um, like I said, theorize or even speculate, if my theory was true about. Maritime Bay, Zephyr Heights and also uh what was Z, Z- Moon's location? <laughs> God, I have a Yes, Bridalwoods. Uh in yeah, like if all those three locations were separated from Equestria proper, uh it'll be very interesting that a once they get back into the fall, a unicorn pony from Cantalot joins them because he or she wants to research on the group to find out what happened and to stick to them to, you know, keep Mm -hmm. an eye on them. It would be very interesting if that were to happen. I getcha. He or she, probably a he would balance things out.
1: Well, but sometimes Uh, you
0: don't want balance. Sometimes you just want a little chaos. Oh, man, I ain't gonna even touch that one. Nope. <clears throat> but still, we if it's a feely, that'll be great. If it's a foal, that'll be also great, too. Oh, maybe a little brother-sister to the group.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Of course, then that character gets kidnapped all the time.
0: Oh, God, no. Hey, that's sometimes how, oh. how these work. Oh, no. But anywho, but anywho, um, like you, you like you were saying before, um, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go shipping. Like, who do you ship this g five with?
1: Already? One, I, I can see why people ship Sunny and Izzy. They're certainly close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes very close, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, well, Hitch and Sunny because of childhood friendships. That's always mm-hmm. nice. Or Hitch and Pip. Because I know the first time he saw her, she was in a performance surrounded by feathers of the light plane on her. If that isn't a romantic sight, I don't yeah. know what is.
0: Yeah, and Hitch being awed by the majesty of what he sees. And also that that uh, little um, conversation trait that they have, that was kind of cool. Oh, well, there you go so uh you mentioned that okay uh you've seen a lot of sunny easy and you ship hitch and pip uh-huh same here too, same here too i I think I told you my reasoning uh it was because of that little uh, little interaction that they have suddenly blooming into something more
1: <clears throat>
0: oh very possible mm-hmm. Es posible. And Zip here is the lone mare out. <laughs> well, she's royalty, so a partner will probably present themselves.
1: Whether or not, Whether or not she actually wants that partner is a different matter.
0: Ah, uh, yes, that's true, that's true. We'll have to wait and see in future episodes, even if they tackle that or not. Indeed. Now, back to creatures of other places... All the
1: creatures, all the places.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I okay. Pers- on a personal level, I would want to know what happened to the griffins, or the hippogriffs, or the crystal po- the crystal ponies. They're a thing, right? Barely. I'd
1: be surprised <laughs> if they just plum forgot
0: themselves. <laughs> Yeah, and then they are shifted to the Shadow Realm. That is why Hitch is uh, training to play card games on motorcycles.
1: On motorcycles!
0: To gain access to the Shadow Realm to save the Crystal Ponies. That would be something. But there, as
1: you say, this is on Equestria's Coast to -hmm. the southeast, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, probably. So, the Crystal Empire is far, far north.
0: Yeah, they, may have been,
1: they may have broken away into their own city
0: state. Yeah, and they have close relation ties with the Yaks. And bugbears. Bugbears are in the north?
1: Actually, they're more in the east, but uh, they, they've got the market cornered
0: on uh, Access. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, there's a lot of questions there. Like, even if we go beyond uh, the series, we got the movies, the Absinians are one thing. Mhm. Even the Diamond Dogs? Ah, the Diamond Dogs. Season 10's
1: depiction of the Diamond Dogs has drawn quite a quite a stir. So I wonder Season. Oh, the comics. Yes, I need to finish that. Well, the, the Diamond Dog arc is a study in how much can you alter a design before people start to resent it. Oh, that bad, eh? Well, I like their looks, but I I do agree they look very different from the Diamond Dogs to
0: which we were introduced. Okay, I'm going to read it and judge it for myself. There you go. Also, changelings.
1: Changelings. Well, how do you know there weren't changelings in this movie?
0: Oh, uh,
1: because of the magic. Their magic were gone. Well, pony magic is gone.
0: Changeling magic is still up for grabs. Oh, yeah. But because of this harmony... No, not really. Yeah, man. You got a point. I do my best. Man. Dragons. Dragons are the the other thing. Well, dragons
1: are too cool to wait. Like, we're not going to stand around while you figure out friendship. We're going to have our own friends. With Blackjack. And ice cream. Yeah. Actually, don't forget the first
0: two. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. But still. Yeah, I I, I got nothing more, man. Like, this is one of those things where all all will be answered, if they will be answered, in the special and also series.
1: Yep, I think that's the, the big thing that people are holding out for. This movie was not a where are they now kind of story. It is uh, what's new. We may learn where they are now or what happened to them
0: as the story progresses. And here's the thing about the history of the world as we go into G5. There probably won't be answered at all because, um, how do I put this, an analogy for the real world that we have now is that just try, try to imagine that We were there when uh, Jesus was around. And we go back to where we are now in time and see all the things that they talk about and knowing that, hey, wait, that didn't happen. Like,
1: yeah, that's not how the story went.
0: Yeah, like having that kind of information, that, that could be damning.
1: Hey, Jesus booted me in the head!
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, knowing what we know of Equestria, that's why we are kind of... uh, How do I put this? Critical. But just imagine if you're a new fan to the show who got no idea what happened in G4 and don't really care for G4, uh, only... Watch G5 and wants to continue on With G5 The past doesn't really matter Well I guess it depends on if you can tie It together
1: I'll give you an odd analogy Or Mm -hmm. comparison Uh, There was a Transformers episode Called War Dawn Where the newly constructed aerial bots Got sent back in time to Cybertron's history Mm -hmm. And we learned the origin of Optimus Prime now, to the aerobots, that is really superfluous information they were born into a war mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yet they're more a part of the story now that we know that they've experienced it. I think it could be the same if our uh if our newest ponies look into the past and find what they find
0: out what all went on I would love that i I would really love that I mean the thing about the, the reason why I said why I said is because that it will be much simpler if they do their own thing instead of relying on the past. But having that rich history of Equestria, that's something to lean in on. I mean, if they really didn't want to use uh, what they already built up, they could have done something new or original. Uh, a good example is the original My Little Pony to My Little Pony Tales. Mm hmm. Oh, totally God. new, totally. Nothing to do with the first generation.
1: Well, tell you, true. Uh, a New Generation is the only sequel in this series. That is true. That Every is true. series has been
0: independent. And with A New Generation, it's kind of a. Loose Sequel, it can stand on its own, hence G5, or, wait, I'm going to pull it back. Do you think they just rename it G5 because of the looks or because of everything? Well,
1: I think it's because they realized they needed a fresh start. And it is a different look, to be sure. I appreciate the little blurb at the beginning as a sort of farewell to our main six. But uh I do think it's new enough that it warrants a G5.
0: Mm. While still holding a bit of history for uh the old fans. Well, that's a bit of uncharted territory. How will people react? Um oh, that's true, that's true. Uh kind of reminds me of well Star Trek. <laughs> they going to be the Star Trek We, we we had the original Kirk story, the Enterprise, and then, as it goes on to the next generation, we have Picard, and technically it had nothing to do with the original series, but it kind of played a part, was it? Oh,
1: nothing technical about it, it was part, I mean, Bones McCoy is on the ship in the second episode, they rescue Captain Scott. Uh, Captain Kirk takes part In the movie Mm. Ambassador
0: Spock Is on the Enterprise And then Romulus Ah, So essentially What G5 is doing Is similar to that?
1: In a sense, yes Mm.
0: Telling its own story But
1: still making reference To the older
0: So that's something To look forward to Alrighty then Oh, man. You know what could really make this sh- show awesome? Is a time traveling pony.
1: Well, that'd be great. They appear at the beginning and the end, and they got it backwards. Wow, what a great show that was.
0: <laughs> what? You haven't seen it yet? Oh, dang. Oh, oh hang on. I'll see Spoilers. you later. I'll-, I'll see you in the credits. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. It-, it could be one of those things, man. Like, um,. Uh, The time-traveling pony could be the sixth member of the group uh, trying to explain how things are in uh, olden pony times (laughs) and discovering what a cell phone is.
1: Oh, that's a whole other kettle of fish.
0: Mm -hmm. How do you type with hooves? (laughs) Very carefully. (laughs) Oh, uh, Reminds me of how do you type with boxing gloves on. Well, if you
1: don't, then uh, it turns out pretty darn negative.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, all
0: righty then. I think we have reached our limits. So yes, Um character wrap it up, Silver? Yes. Well, just that I'm
1: fascinated to see how Equestria has changed. Curious why it changed, but that was not the that was not what the movie asked me to focus on. It said, here are new characters. Will you please give them a shot? Some folks, I think, could, could do that. Others weren't willing or mm-hmm. unable. So it's going to vary person to person. But I, for one, thoroughly enjoyed it. Would love to learn more about this new Equestria and then uh, hopefully learn a little bit more about what happened to our old faves. Because as true. much as I'm, I like Izzy, Fluttershy is still my fave pony.
0: Oh, that is true. And I, for one, welcome our new overlord. <laughs> She's gonna fit right in. <laughs> yep. Uh, but still, um, I I agree with you, man. Like, the giving. Okay. Uh, watching the movie, I came in with a blank slate, knowing that okay, G five is its own thing, and I shall review and judge it on its own merits, and. After watching what, yeah, after watching G Five, I highly enjoy the movie, and I cannot wait for more. I I want to know more. Um, knowing that there's four specials on the way, I think there's four specials, right? I'm unsure. I thought it was just one, but if there are four, I ain't complaining. Hmm. Uh, I I saw a listing for four, so either or. And this new series, um, with the voices, that one I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. When the time comes, they're probably gonna hire people that sound alike, if not sound the closest.
1: Makes sense. Yep.
0: Yeah. But still, I will. I can't wait because it's more pony content and. As per usual, more Pony content means more for us to talk about. Ain't that right? There we go. So, anywho, any last words to finish off, Silva? Welcome to the new generation.
1: I'm playing this song again, copyright strike.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> But, yeah, it is a fun show. It is a fun show. Anyways, if you guys have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at imagegmail.com. Uh You can also reach us on the Twitters. The show's Twitter account is at the media show, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. Silver, where can the good people find you?
1: Oh, you can find me lots of places. You can find me on DeviantArt and Twitter and YouTube under MLP Silver Quill. Just do a search and ye shall find me. Also on YouTube, a search of After the Fact should get my channel to pop up. Uh, you can also find me on Kofi and Patreon, MLP Silver Quill, and you can support my comics, uh, panel presentations, and video reviews.
0: Awesome, awesome! Don't forget that if he's going to a convention, he will announce it, and you can catch him. Where now, Silver? Well, I'll be coming up. Uh, by the time this airs, I'll be at uh, Ponyville
1: Cider Fest in Milwaukee.
0: When will that happen, Silver? Just to October twenty
1: second through the twenty fourth uh, in Mil- uh.
0: Milwaukee. So that means this episode has to come out ASAP. But you know what? I'll do something special. I'll 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 do some editing shenanigans on my end. <laughs> oh, he's got some shenanigans going. Yes, I'll I'll do some editing shenanigans. <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Uh, Shenanigan eyes. Uh, be sure to catch him, say hello and whatnot. Oh, by the way, Silver, do you have any interesting Pony Shweig mask uh, that you bought or wear or could be selling? Well, I don't have a mask. I have hacky sacks. Ooh, something interesting. Yes. It's Angry Quill or hacky sacks? Angry Quill. Okay, that's, that's going to be cool. So, uh, why don't you take a picture, share it with me, and yeah, uh, go buy it from Silver if you visit his booth. Sir, yes, please, we'd love to have you. So, where was I on the script? Yes, also, please subscribe to Radio on iTunes, YouTube, don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date, and also Stitcher Radio and also like our Facebook page. Links can be found in the show notes below. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash MBS show. With every support, you get a week's early access to review and discussion podcasts, exclusive and deleted content, and a huge thank you from me. Talking about thank yous, I would like to thank Lucky Knight, Jeffrey, Master of and also Tristan. Thank you so much, guys. You are great. So, anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo. I am Cecil Silverquill. And we'll, guys, catch you next week with another fun episode of the MBS show. See ya. Adios. I miss that sound, man. That, that sound is... Oh, man. I'm so nostalgic about that sound.
1: Well, you can always put it at the end of your videos. I mean, it's... All,
0: it won't it's, be the same.
1: Oh, it's not the same. Oh, the sadness.
0: Also, um, here is another story. Well, it's a surprise backstory for people who keep on listening to this. Um, my hard drive with all the musics and whatnot was corrupted. Oh. Died oh. Like totally died like, oh. just, just imagine e- 11 years of pony music That I collected over the years Gone Oh bitter pill <laughs> Yep And here's, here's the even um, sad and most hurtful part Is that I sent it for recovery uh, It took a while And I'm still waiting but the quotation that they gave me was about almost two thousand ringgit. Uh if you convert that to dollars, it's uh two thousand divided by four. I see. So how much would that be? Two thousand divided by four So yeah, I have to pay five hundred dollars to recover. Uh I'm not 100% sure if it's cheaper on your end, or whatever it is, but still I have to pay $500. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yep, Uh, but still, if I can recover all the music that I have, especially the pony music, it'll be worth it.